Hey, Princess. What's we good? are back today, and what a treat. The audio book is out. Woo! And we're getting today just to celebrate mm-hmm. one of the chapters, chapter 10. Yes. It's Alex Gomez's story that we wanted to share. Now that the book is out on audio tape. Yeah. Do you call it audio tape? I think it's just audio book. There's no tapes or uh, there's no tapes anymore. No, I don't think so. You know, you don't have to get the A track. You can actually listen to it digitally, but it's out. And it's really just telling Alex's story that I'm excited to get people to hear. Yeah. Just the audio way, because you get to hear Alex's words. You Mm -hmm. also get to hear this girl named Princess Moon. Do you know her? Oh, my gosh. I've heard of her. She's all right. She's (laughs) amazing. She reads Bob Gall's portion, and it's just a lot of fun. So we're going to share today Alex Gomez's chapter, a sample of his chapter, just to get to hear Alex in his own words. Hey, Princess. Yeah. Sounds like we need to get Get it started. You're listening to Irrational Kindness. Hi, I'm Kevin. And I'm Princess. We work with hundreds of amazing team members at our three Chick-fil-A restaurants in Canton, Georgia. We lift up the celebrity in every human. Hey, that's you. We seek to understand over being understood and prioritize kindness towards yourself and others over over everything. everything. All right. So y'all, today we're going to just give you a sample of chapter 10, my hero from the Irrational Kindness book that is talking about Alex's story. Here it is. Chapter 10, My Hero. You can't let this die. As soon as my staff member, Alex Gomez, declared these words to me, they were etched in my mind forever. He said it in response to an obstacle we had run into after my friend, Howard Cox, challenged Chick-fil-A to take part in the Must Ministry Summer Lunch Program for a day, which fed 5,000 underprivileged children in Atlanta. We would need independent franchises to commit their time, employees, food, and energy, much of which had already been directed towards other pre-planned initiatives to this program. But if we could take over the program for a day over the summer, it would mean that 5,000 children who regularly found peanut butter sandwiches in their bags would receive a hot Chick-fil-A sandwich meal delivered by cows and our team right to their homes. After working on the idea for months, I realized coupling the logistical struggles with our own restaurant challenges would be too much to overcome. It was just too difficult to get 100% of the people on board, while they were knee-deep in the busyness of their own restaurants, to actually pull off this dream. Moving forward would mean requiring some franchisees to deliver food to areas that were not even in the community they served. It would mean some franchisees would have to invite other franchisees into their territory, where by competitive nature, they feel protective. It would mean some franchisees could have to forego their already planned donations to organizations and schools with whom they may have had a stronger connection. It was going to require so many exhausting one-on-one conversations to rally everyone around the vision. I wanted everyone around me to just magically read my mind to jump on board without going through the healthy, necessary process of facing adversity when trying something big. I can still clearly see myself the day I walked into the office at our Riverstone location to tell Alex the bad news. I was standing at the doorway with Alex seated at the desk when I began to explain to him that the program was just too big a hurdle to clear. That's when he looked me in the eyes and said the words that would change me forever. You can't let this die. 
The mission was much more personal for Alex. He was four years old and living in Mexico when his father was fatally electrocuted in an accident at a hotel dry cleaner where he worked. Because of the family's impoverished circumstances, his mother was forced to find another way to support the family. So shortly after losing her husband, she immigrated to the United States, leaving Alex and his siblings behind. He lived with his elderly grandmother in unrelenting hardship and only saw his mom a few times over the next 10 years. He recalls pulling old gum off telephone poles just to have something to chew. I can only imagine how hard that must be for anyone, let alone such a young boy. Then at 15 years old, Alex and his brother made the trek from Mexico to Northern California, where their mother was working. He remembered feeling both helpless because he couldn't speak English and happy to be reunited with his mom. Because the family was still experiencing extreme financial hardship, often sleeping in their car, the brothers went to work to help earn money. They took the only jobs they felt qualified to take, and they worked long hours picking vegetables in the hot California fields. Alex's hands and body often hurt so badly, the pain almost pushed him to the point of passing out. But he didn't complain. He was so elated to regain the lost time with his mom and contribute financially to his family. When he wasn't working in the fields, Alex took classes to learn English as a second language. Because his mother had taught the family that education was the only way to advance, he saw the lessons as a pathway to growth and success. And as soon as he got the opportunity, Alex enrolled in an adult literacy program and successfully completed his GED. I met Alex, and the signature voluminous ponytail that trailed down his back when he and his brother Fidel walked into our restaurant. It was 1998. And having already lived in the United States for seven years, they moved to Georgia in the footsteps of some family members who had found work here. Alex was intrigued by the idea of working with a company that would risk losing so much money by being closed on Sunday. I offered him and his brother a job, but I told Alex he would have to cut off his ponytail. He was quick to communicate that his ponytail was his source of energy. To him, it was his Superman cape, Batman accessory belt, and Wonder Woman lasso, all combined into one cord of dazzling beauty. Cutting it off would be his kryptonite. He insisted he could magically make it disappear under his hat so I would never see it. He proved it to me, and with this understanding, we agreed that Alex and his ponytail would join the team. By some standards, Alex was not a shooting star. He spoke terrible English. He was quiet. He was not wildly confident in his direction. But as I got to know Alex, he unveiled another superpower that radiated as bright as the sun. It was that he saw every day as a new opportunity. What he didn't have, he made up for with a bright smile, a solid work ethic, and an unwavering commitment to serving others, and most importantly, a spirit of embracing improvement. I was inspired just by observing Alex because he never took a day off from trying to be a better person. While he saw himself as coming to Chick-fil-A for a job to get a paycheck, I saw Alex in a totally different light. I looked at him as a guy who, despite having been through so much, was just getting started on his journey in life. And he had a belief in a better day. That is the key to greatness. And who doesn't want to hang around people like that? This is why it means something. 
When Alice Gomez looks you in the eye and tells you not to give up. Recalling his poverty as a young boy, he was reflecting on how much a hot Chick-fil-A sandwich would have meant to him when he was a child. Here was someone with street cred, telling me to stop being such a namby-pamby. Here was someone with grit, telling me not to quit at the first two, three, or even 20 bumps in the road. Alex was watching the fight from my corner, and he was telling me not to leave the ring yet. He could see through a different lens, and every story has the power to change when we seek to look through each other's lenses. So we dug back in, and at 11 a.m. on July 16, 2014, 40 different franchisees with hundreds of team members and their cows delivered over 5,000 meals across Atlanta. In the years since then, the numbers have swelled to feeding 10,000 hungry children annually. But by the grace of God, we've been able to serve them all on one day each summer. Alex no longer has his ponytail, but he now leads our restaurants as director of operations and manages more than 300 team members. He didn't achieve success through a quick, bright, shooting star-like rise to fame, but rather as a result of his slow-burning persistence. He continued taking steps towards getting better every day, furthering his education, and investing in his community by teaching English and talking to school groups about his story. Working with Alex and many others has taught me to see people not as who they are now, but who they can become in the future. In Alex's case, challenging him meant recognizing his goals and encouraging his dreams of pursuing a college degree. It required more than just sharing my knowledge about college with him. It meant going further, getting in the car with him, visiting campuses, and helping him understand the obstacles, the requirements, and the cost. Every second turned out to be worth it when Alex was recognized as the top student on his college graduation day. This is what he shared when he spoke to the entire faculty and graduating class. As I said before, no one is more surprised to be here right now than me. As a child growing up in Mexico, without my father or mother, I had many dreams. But I never even dreamed I might get the opportunity someday to serve as an ambassador for college education in the United States. My father will not be here to witness this moment, but my son will. He is the same age, four years old, as I was when I lost my father. I know that my father's memory and my son's love will always encourage me to perform at my best. Everybody has dreams. Everybody deserves a chance to reach their dreams. Today, I'm achieving one of my dreams. I dream my story will make a difference in the lives of my children. I dream that my story will make a difference in the lives of everyone who faces difficult obstacles. The trust and encouragement I offered Alex came back to me tenfold when my community multiplied on the stage that day. Now he's not just an inspiration to me, but also to the entire city of Canton, Georgia. In fact, the mayor and city council officially declared May 17th as Alex Gomez Day and recognized him with a key to the city. You better believe we celebrate each year by loading up on Alex's favorite things. To us, it's bigger than any holiday on the calendar. Okay, maybe not Christmas, but it crushes Halloween.
Having irrational kindness is about going on a journey together and lifting each other up. Don't judge a book by its cover, a song by its title, or people by who they are today. Tell them you'll make room for their ponytail, their different languages, and their unique story. Then start walking alongside them, creating space in which they can grow, fail, and achieve their dreams. So let me tell you what my hero told me. You can't let this die. All right, Kevin, so we know Alex has served with you for 23 years, but tell us a little bit more. What does he mean to you today in this world? Well, Alex just embodies somebody that's overcome incredible Mm. things. And, you know, we all get stuck in life. We're all at places that we don't see, you know, maybe hope in tomorrow. We see the challenges in the world that can feel overwhelming. We can lose our perspective mm. in this hope sometimes. And Alex's story is just a reminder for me every day. I just want to not miss that Alex that was five years old wow. and the one that kept fighting when he was a teenager living in his car. And the Alex that walked into a restaurant not knowing how to speak English. Wow. I don't want to miss those guys to understand what we can learn. And so I hope uh, I hope we can all sit in these different different versions of Alex and just kind of learn. Yeah. So you're not, this isn't just to honor Alex who served now today, 23 years. Hey, general manager, but you're honoring all of the chapters of the hardship that he has walked through. Yeah. And any dreamer that wants to big, you know, dreamers got to can all of a sudden have a political word. He's a dreamer for just a better day. Mm. And I think no matter where you're at, we're all dreamers. And uh, it's what's beautiful about this country, but it's what's beautiful about the world. You know, we can all dream for a better day. And when we do that and believe, understand how hard work, persistence, patience, all the things, the opportunities we have to to make today a better day than it was yesterday, Mm -hmm. it changes everything. So it's about Alex in some ways, but it's really about all of us just dreaming for a better day. That's awesome. Y'all, if you want to hear Alex's full story, I mean, to be really moved, it's an incredible story. You can just check it out on season one, episode three. You are not going to want to miss that. Or you can also download the audio book, check out the book on any of the platforms and just listen to it. And you can actually hear Alex's entire story, what he means to Kevin, what he means to our organization, the impact that he's had. So go ahead and get that because you don't want to miss it. All right. Until next time, stay kind, be irrational. We out. Gotta get in while you can. Gotta get out while you can. Gotta get in while you can. Gotta get out while you can. Play your cards right, middleman. Play your cards right, middleman. Play your cards right, man. And check your gauge. Check your gauge. Check your gauge. Check your game.